0: Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast, So happy that you're here today. Hello, hello and welcome. I am so happy to be here with you for this episode where I am talking about, are you commanding yourself? Um, And I actually had planned to talk about something else today. But then I was reviewing a past journal, uh, a journal entry that I made in 2015 when I was truly stuck. I was struggling and stuck with one of my children, one of my sons. And I was reading this entry and in the entry, like one phrase just popped right out at me. I, I was giving myself advice and I was saying, I need to be in my feminine energy. And it struck me so deeply today because so much, almost all of the work that I do with parents is energetic and it's about energy. It's about the things that we can't see typically, not all. But it really struck me that wow, I was in a very different place. And it brought me back to that place. And I was really, really grateful for reading that and opening that this morning, because I thought, you know, a lot of the parents that I am currently helping, and maybe you are stuck and struggling with one of your children and your commanding yourself. That might not be your command, you know, be in your feminine energy. Maybe that doesn't even make sense to you. And that's not a bad thing. I'm going to get into it. Um, But, but we're all stuck in, in some places. And I do want to talk about actually that idea of, you know, masculine energy and feminine energy. I, I, don't work with those terms generally, unless I'm trying to illustrate something, how we typically think of this as feminine. I don't like those terms. They do not resonate for me. What resonates much more and I don't, I don't think I have a picture of it, but what resonates with me much more is Yin and Yang. And I use these, these are you know, back from thousands of years ago in ancient China. Right. And it's the the whole basis of Taoism and actually, um, yoga and India have their own words for this. It's the same concept, but yin and yang is something that, um, that resonates for me. And I think that it's out there a little bit more than the Indian words for it, but it's that symbol of a circle. And it has like the little tadpoles. I know I've talked about this in other episodes, but yin cannot function without yang and yang cannot function without yin. They are mutually supportive. And um, in case you're listening and you're not quite sure, like what is that even yin and yang? So yin energy Um, and it's all relative, right? Something can be relatively yin compared with this. It's sort of like, um, you know, there's no absolutes of yin and yang, but when you're looking at tall and short, for example, like with my kids, right? I used to be really tall to my kids. Now they walk around saying like, oh, you're so short mom, right? Because they're, (laughs) they're six, five and six, one. So it's all relative yin and yang. I won't go off on that tangent today, but yin energy is more of the energy of being, and it's more passive than the yang energy of more active and more doing. So being doing already, I can feel some of you that are like, Why are we talking about being like, don't we all have shit to get done? And yes, of course we do have shit to get done, but we can do it in such a way that's very rigid and very unproductive, or we can feel into it and we can do it a lot easier with more joy. Okay. That's what this is about. It's not about sitting. You know on a, a cushion meditating all day it's not about sitting doing nothing and just being but um so it's being doing it's also allowing and observing and reflecting versus controlling managing directing but yang energy you know if yin energy is all about the allowing, the being, the reflecting young energy is the energy of creation, right? So we can't, uh, we can't have one without the other. And when we try to go off in, you know, I was talking about be in my feminine energy. And I had this energy of like, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to rigidly command myself. That's a very, young directing way of trying to be more allowing and reflective. That doesn't, that does not work. That's a bad mix. That's not, that's not harmony. That's not going to work. So I made the work that I was doing at that time. Another way to beat myself up. Does that resonate for you? I made everything a way to beat myself up 10, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I was beating myself up for decades and that snowballed and snowballed until I came out of it. And if you listened to the previous episode where I interviewed Dr. Kim Duramo, one of the things that she said, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't get it wrong. I wrote it down be unwilling to make yourself wrong in any circumstance. Now, I know that's going to rub some of you the wrong way because you're like, well, because because I was you, I was there, right? And that's how I know. Because you're like, well, if I'm not making myself wrong, then I must be right about everything, then everything must be peachy and keen and 100% great. That's not true, T. Like, what are you talking about? That is not what I'm talking about. When I say be unwilling to make yourself wrong in any circumstance, I'm talking literally about that being and observing as you're observing yourself and as you're reflecting whether you're active, but your mind is reflecting or whether you're literally sitting on a cushion, meditating, allow yourself to see everything to really see everything, all the thoughts you have, all the beliefs you have. That is what I'm talking about. Not making yourself wrong, because if you make yourself wrong, you're going to shove it away and hide it and try to burn it, ignore it, whatever you're doing is going to be in resistance to that thing. So when I say, and when Dr. Kim says, right, when I talk about not making yourself wrong, it's about the willingness to receive everything. And doesn't that have a different feeling, a different energy than I have to be in my feminine? So, I'm, I'm sharing with you two points on my journey. It was a process to get there. I did a lot of work and a lot of hitting myself against walls before I got there. That's not how I got there. A lot of hitting myself uh, against walls before I found. The ways that would help me, the people that would help me along my path to see those things differently with where, wherever I was stuck. And I was stuck with my children for a long time. Now I'm stuck in other places. I'm stuck and vulnerable share here. I'm stuck in finding ways to share what I do with more people and help more people and build this up. This is not, this is no longer something that I am like so excited that I, I figured out and I cracked the code and it's wonderful. Yeah. And yes, it is. And I live it every day in my house with my kids, with my family, that is not enough. I need help and I found some help and Dr. Kim was one of the people that did help me. And I I have found help to bring this out into the world. So, um, so that's what I'm starting to do in a different way. So I have some questions for you. You're listening to this. You're watching me. If you're watching, you're listening to me. Um, where are you stuck with your child or children? Where are you stuck? Number one, just the first thing that comes to mind, maybe it's a few places. Where are you stuck? Number two, what is keeping you stuck? This is the place where are you stuck? Where, you know, where are you stuck? A lot of people can say I'm stuck because my toddler keeps throwing food on the floor. I'm stuck because my. Teenager is out having sex and I'm freaking out about it. These are the things that are like the outward signs, right? And a lot of people have those. What is keeping you stuck is the question that is unique to you. And you might know and you might not. And if you don't know what exactly it is that's keeping you stuck, that is okay. That is okay. Because the question that's even more important for you to answer is what is it costing you to stay stuck? What is it costing you? What is it costing you personally in terms of physical health? What is it costing you in terms of your... Your emotional health and how you feel, your mental health, what is it costing your family in terms of the family atmosphere, the energetics, the dynamics in the family? What is it costing your child that you are stuck with? Not, I think you know how I meant that. The child that you have some stuckness with, not that you are stuck with, of course. What is it costing? your stuckness, what is it costing? It's a very important question. And there are many, many ways that you can get unstuck. You can take a really long time like I did with your kid to try to figure it out by yourself. And maybe you will. And maybe it'll take you even longer than it took me. And maybe it'll take you a shorter time. So is that something that you're willing to gamble with? Or were those words powerful enough Were your answers to those questions powerful enough to help you see that, wow, I, I really, this is costing me a lot. I should really reach out and get some help. Now there are lots of ways that you can get help. I actually listened, um, I listened in on a training this week where, uh, and I don't think I have an elastic band in reach, but there was a woman talking about, you know, every time you have a negative thought, just snap the elastic on your wrist. And there was a time when that would really have resonated for me because that's about pain, right? Like making myself wrong, making myself wrong. Stop that, stop that, stop that Be in your feminine, stop that, stop that, stop that. And if that is where you are and that resonates, like I have to stop that that is okay. Don't make yourself wrong for that, right? If that is not quite where you are and you're like, oh, I've been beating myself up for so long. I'm ready to stop beating myself up. I'm ready for, I need somebody's hand. I am here for you. I want to let you know that I am here for you and you can, you know, you can binge on podcasts. You can binge on the stuff that's out there. If you are ready for one-to-one support, if you are ready for a more customized, you know, customized solution that's created in a private container, I'm going to put the link wherever you're listening to this to schedule a call with me to talk about where you're stuck and see if we are a fit to work together. And that is what I wanted to put out there into the world. I love, I love working with parents in groups. I love working with you this way, but I also love the one-on-one where we can go very, very deep and make very big, shifts and allow a lot to come through in a bigger, deeper, more unique way. So I don't think I'll, uh, I'll ever stop the one on one. I love it. I love it too much. So, um, are you stuck? Where are you stuck? What is keeping you there and what is it costing you? I want to leave you with that and, um, next month in April, we're going to start with a theme of magic. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. And look forward to that with you. All right, you take good care and I will see you soon. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free Parent Energy Tuning Series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.